Hello everyone. Welcome to a new episode of Lighter Impact. Today is October 23rd, 2023. The bombing continues on Gaza and this is day 16. A lot of friends have been reaching out and asking how I'm doing. Uh, the feedback from the last episode was actually incredibly positive. So I wanted to record another episode, part two of Gaza on my heart. Just some unfiltered reflections about what it's like living at a time when so many are dying. And it feels like an emotional roller coaster. That's the best term. I feel like I can't even understand what's happening in my own brain, in my own heart, in my own body. I'll shift from moments of just being so hopeful that the world will now see. So hopeful that this cannot continue. So hopeful that we will come to a true resolution that the occupation will end. So hopeful that all of these lives were not lost in vain. So hopeful that the U.S. will stop funding Israel with billions of dollars a year for an unjust occupation. So hopeful that hundreds of thousands are in the street protesting. So hopeful that we are pushing the narrative. It is no longer just about a two-state solution with borders and armies. It's about freedom and justice and equality. We're going back to the core what it means to be human, what it means to be free. We're looking at revolutionary leaders to learn from them, remembering that revolutions are bold. The revolutionary spirit was never comfortable and believing and hoping that there is a world waiting for us where we all, we all live equally, freely, peacefully together. So that's the one side of my emotions, so much hope. other side feels in some ways like the more rational side but I don't even want to give it that I don't want to name it the more rational side perhaps the more masculine side but I don't think it's any more valid it's just the other side and that other side is just so much pain 
so much darkness. So much heartbreak. So many tears. Almost a shutting down. Because watching the people of us and seeing them directly and hearing from them directly, like from their eyes to my eyes directly through social media and not being able to do anything. That's the darkness. So there are moments where I've disconnected. And for anyone who's done somatic work, we know that Disconnecting from the body, disassociating, is a survival technique. It's not healthy. It's what we do in moments where we need to survive. When the pain is just too much for us to live in our bodies, to really be present and to experience and witness all of the pain. I want to share this poem that I stumbled upon. It's part of a research article published in the Journal of Peace Psychology. Again, I've been asking a lot of questions around the human experience, around my own experience. And I'm less interested in knowing what is happening around the world, how many people were killed, how many people were in a protest. And much more interested in understanding why. Why is it that so many people in the world are turning a blind eye, thinking that it's okay for the people of Gaza to be bombed for 16 days nonstop with no water, no electricity, no fuel, fuel. That's okay because it's coming from a Western, it's coming from a colonized state. So that's not terror. No, like, I mean, if that's not fascinating, what is? So I've been turning a lot to psychology. I've been reading a lot of the research. And this is a poem that I stumbled upon in an article titled Decolonization Unnamed, Echoes of Healing and Refusal in the Face of Dehumanization and Alienation. I'll read that one more time. Decolonization unnamed. Echoes of healing and refusal in the face of dehumanization and alienation. So here is the poem. Dear decolonization, no one knows your real name, but I know you. It was you who led me back to my body. And I trust my body to lead me back to you, to our lands, rock and roots, all the way back to no beginning, like transformation. You have no origin. No one knows your real name, but for now, I'll call you decolonization, all the same. Tomorrow, perhaps, that will change. This term decolonization has been a North Star for the past 16 days. 
social media accounts that were already asking the question of decolonization. One of my favorites is decolonizing therapy. Are the social media accounts that are being most vocal in calling for an end, not just the bombing of Gaza, but an end to the occupation? They're the ones who understand how this is happening through this decolonial framework. So I just want to offer you all a few questions today, a few questions to reflect on in your own lives as you continue to witness the heartbreak, the pain, and also the hope and possibility for a new future. The first question is, what does decolonization mean in your own life? What does decolonization mean in your own life? What does it mean for you to go back to the land? For you to go back to your body? For you to go back to your roots? What is it that you will be shedding? And where is it that you will be arriving? The second question that I want to offer, one that I've been asking myself these days, is how are you a colonizer in your own life? Where are you exerting power, taking too much, not living in harmony? In the Muslim tradition, there's this concept of humans being protectors of the land. Khulafa, Khalifa. So if you're listening to this podcast, it might be easy for you to call for decolonization of oppressive states. But how do you call for the decolonization of your own way of being? How do you call for the decolonization of your own way of being? It's not an easy question to ask yourself, but it is a gateway to healing. It's a gateway of feeling lighter and it's completely possible. Others have walked this path before us and now it's our turn to figure it out. So I wanna invite you all to hold this question in your heart in the coming days and the coming weeks as a way of honoring the people of Gaza. Continue to use your voice, continue to speak out, continue to be angry, continue to lead with love, and also continue to ask yourself, what does decolonization mean in my own life? What does it mean to come back to my body? What does it mean to honor the land? And allow yourself, allow yourself, to dedicate your life to this. 
because even though it might seem so small or insignificant, this idea of living a decolonized life on the individual level, it is a necessary step for us to live in a decolonized world. It is a necessary step for us to help the people in Gaza and all oppressed people around the world.